0: How very much I've tried my best to give you the good life. Welcome to the Vibe Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. Each week, we will connect through stories and conversations about wellness, yoga, addictions, spirituality, mental health, rituals, and everything in between. The goal is to transform our traumas into strengths to create the change we desire in our lives. My mission is to help others by shining awareness on real-life topics, so we can learn new ways to heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever you are going through in this moment, you are not alone, so let's connect and heal our Vibe Within. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to the Vibe Within podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. I'm a yoga teacher, entrepreneur, CBD enthusiast, creative writer, obsessed with mental health, obsessed with psychology and biohacking and healing. Yeah, that's me. Um, Hope everything is going amazing in your life right now. Um, Nothing too crazy going on here on my end. But today's episode is a QA and a and I answer a question based on our relationships and red flags and things that I look out for, and I talk a little bit about my past relationship and things that I went through and now, you know, things that I learned from now when I meet somebody Um. That are important, so I think that knowing what your morals and what your red flags are—that's super, super important. So that's what I get into in this episode, and I also talk a little bit about um, quitting caffeine and things that I drink instead of caffeine, and things that give me natural energy, things that are really good for your thyroid and your adrenals if you're trying to quit coffee because coffee can really be so detrimental to your gut acid reflux. It can actually make your anxiety worse. It can kill your adrenals. It can give you insomnia. It gives you these crazy jitters and crash that you don't need. So I talk a little bit about the products that I've been super obsessed with as well. So let's just dive right into it. I think that you're gonna like this episode. I think that everybody would benefit um really tuning in to their morals especially when it comes to the relationship thing with the red flags so yeah if you don't follow me on instagram follow me on instagram gypsy love flow rate review leave a comment send me your dms about the episode if you liked it and yeah let's get right into it hope you enjoy Alright, so the first question is, how do you spot red flags in a relationship? Well, I feel like you're asking the right person because I am the queen of bad relationships. I know that that might be funny. I mean, it is kind of funny. It, it, it does kind of suck too, but, you know, we've all been through our shitty relationships. But I feel like I can answer this question pretty truthfully because of my experience. So, these are my big red flags, and everybody has different morals and different views of what they need to really be aware of in their relationships. But these are mine. The first one would be their job. Um, I mean, that's huge. When you're in a relationship, you can't really be their cheerleader and their therapist the entire time. Um, so if they hate their job, that's a huge red flag. Um, I've had relationships in the past when, you know, they really just were not happy with their job, and they, their mood kind of trickled into my life. And when you're with somebody who dreads their job, it really is kind of toxic and as much as I wanted to help them and be their cheerleader and help them with their resume and help them find another job because like I'm the queen at finding jobs I have been through so many fucking jobs in my life but yeah that's a huge one Um, the people that we spend the most time with this is how our energy is going to be absorbed and this is how we're gonna act So if they have no drive and they have a job that they don't like, it's going to diminish your motivation and your own drive. So that's just my opinion. Um, Second red flag would be their relationship with their parents. Um, This is going to tell you a lot about them. See how they talk to their parents, their mom, their dad. If they are open with them, that's awesome. Or, you know, do they have to hide things from them? Do they have to lie to them? Do they have to sugarcoat things or can they just have open honest relationships um you know do they do they talk to their if you're in a serious relationship do they talk to their parents about you do they talk to their family about you if they are hiding you and not telling any of their friends and family that they're in a relationship with you that's a huge red flag because maybe that that means that that you're just a fling for them or you're a side chick or a side dude and like you know you definitely want to be on the same page as far as that how are their relationships with their siblings um do they fight all the time or are they texting and calling all the time like these are things that are important and you know i'm not perfect i don't have the perfect relationship with my parents or my sister but i like to think that we have a pretty open relationship like I can talk to my parents about anything. Um, You know, just today I texted my dad and I was like, I'm going to try to find a therapist just so you know. And like we just text about like whatever. I can talk to my mom like I'm talking to my best friend. I can talk to my sister about anything. And yeah, we've gone through phases where I've fought with my mom or my dad or my sister. We've all had disagreements. But you can tell um, a lot about somebody by the way that they interact with their family members. Um, and another thing, the next red flag is, it's pretty fucking important to me. I mean, I live in Miami, and obviously there's a lot of Hispanic-speaking um, people who live here, and unfortunately, I don't speak Spanish, but I wish I did. I really do. Um, but language barrier is a huge thing. So if you meet somebody, guy or girl, and they speak your your language, they speak English, whatever... But if their family doesn't really speak English and there's a language barrier there, like that's a huge red flag. I have I have really ex- a lot of experience with that. Um, my ex-boyfriend spoke perfect English. Um, he's basically from the states, but not really. Um, but his his mother didn't really speak English at all and, um, it didn't make me lose respect for her. It just really bothered me that she didn't even try to really talk to me in English. And she um, she stayed in, in the house for like a couple months, and I wasn't here for the whole time, but she didn't even like really try to, to conversate with me, and I felt very, very awkward in my own home. That was probably the most um, intense red flag that was waving <laughs> at me. And I think that's part of the reason why we broke up as well. I mean, there are several reasons, but I think that's one of the main reasons. Next red flag is money. I'm sorry, but I have to say it. If they're broke and can't afford a normal, you know, lifestyle, like food, water, shelter, getting to work, um, things that they need, you know, things that they need to get by... Um, then you have to question why they're even wanting to be in a relationship or a partnership with somebody. For me, I personally don't want to be in a relationship if my life's a mess. And that includes money and financial situations. Because if one person's struggling really bad with money, I'm not sure if it's healthy that the other, you know, picks up the pieces for all their money problems. And I'm I'm sure that there's exceptions. I mean, especially in, in a city like Miami or LA, like You see girls and guys um, dating people for their money and the other person basically, like, pays for them for everything. But I've never had that. Um, I've never had a boyfriend who had a fuckload of money. I've barely ever been taken out on nice dates that weren't just going to bars and getting fucked up on coke and alcohol. Romantic, right? But now I'm in the stage of my life that I'm looking at it in a different perspective. I'm looking at a relationship through a different lens and I'm not really like desiring to be in a relationship but I'm low-key like manifesting the relationship that I know I deserve. If you are trying to manifest your next relationship I really recommend checking out Lacey Phillips. And all the work that she does with her clients. Um, I'll link her in the show notes. She just came out with a podcast as well. And she's like the manifesting queen apparently. Um, She's been on like every main podcast. I'm sure you've heard the name if you um, listen to all of those popular podcasts. But yeah, I would definitely check her out. So the next big red flag would be drinking and partying. And, you know, if they are drinking all the time, partaking in drugs, going out all the time, hanging out with people who aren't, like, the best influences, then I feel like this is them trying to fill a deep wound or a void or something that they're pushing aside. You know, maybe maybe they're not feeling too great in their life situation or their job or their self-esteem or there's family issues and they're using drugs and alcohol and partying to kind of mask that. Um, You know, I've been there. I've, I've been in that position. I partied. I did drugs. I did coke. I did everything. And it's not a good place to be, especially when you're in a relationship. And especially if you're meeting somebody and you and you're really into them, but the relationship and the bond is being built on this platform that comes from drinking and partying, that's not healthy. Um, Pretty much every relationship that I've been in, like, I'm just being super, super honest and see-through right now, Um, every relationship that I've been in has started by drinking and doing drugs and partying either that's how we met or that's how we first started hanging out that's how we first started hooking up and that is something that I'm trying to heal so if you feel like you can't hang out with them unless you're drinking and under the influence of something that's a huge red flag because that means that you can't be yourself around them and that means that you're not really comfortable around them unless you have something to blame your personality on, which, which would be, like, if you're on drugs, um, because when you're under the influence, you don't have to really be yourself, like, when people know that you're under the influence, they don't really know you, the real you, so when you're sober around somebody, that's kind of like pulling the curtains, and it's like, okay, this is me, this is naked personality me, so... I would definitely think about that. Um, Drinking and going out and having a good time every once in a while is totally healthy. But if you feel like you don't do anything else other than drink and go out with that person and you haven't really hung out with them sober, then that's a huge red flag. The next red flag would be their home. If their home is a mess and gross and shit everywhere, that is personally a huge red flag for me. I'm sure that there are some Friends fans out there. The episode that Ross meets the hot model, I think it's Molly Sims, actually. I might be wrong. But she's, like, super gorgeous, perfect. Like, you know, he's super into her. And she even has, like, a job in in the museum industry or whatever. And then he gets to her house, and her house is literally a hoarder's house with, like chip bags everywhere, and rats, and, like, food, and it's just, like, insane. If that happens, and, like, you're really into somebody, and their house is just, like, a mess, I'm sorry, but, like, that's a huge red flag, because that kind of tells you the kind of person they are, and, like, there are times when my room is a complete disaster, and I just haven't had time to clean, haven't had time to do laundry, like, whatever, but if their house doesn't give you, like, comfy, homey vibes, then that's that's kind of a big deal. Because you want to spend time at their house, too. You don't want to be in the, in the relationship and be the person that, like, refuses to go to their house. Because that's going to probably, you know, create some resentment and some weird vibes. And I used to be the, the person who would just have them over. Like, I never liked to go to anybody else's house when I'm hanging out with somebody but you know now that I'm getting older I definitely think that's important because the way that you keep your home is like the way that you are living your life like if your home has shit everywhere and it's a mess and unorganized and dirty then your life is kind of gonna feel chaotic and in a way like dirty and messy So I like to keep my house very, very clean and organized and that's just a reflection of what I'm trying to portray into my life. So that's a huge red flag. The next red flag would be music and shoes. I know these are two separate, totally separate things, but shoes are a huge thing for me. you can tell a lot by somebody's shoes. You can you can kind of tell their personality by their shoes. I mean, I went to school for fashion, so maybe this is why I'm obsessed with shoes. But that's like one of the first things I look at when I when I meet a guy. Um, and if that's weird or if that's judgmental, then whatever. I mean, everybody has their things. But there have been times where I've I've met a guy and. Um, they're, like, wearing sandals, and, like, they never wear shoes. They only wear flip-flops. Like, that, to me, is, like, kind of a turn-off. I wouldn't say that it's, like, a red flag. It's just a turn-off. But, like, you can tell a lot by somebody's... by, by their shoes. Like, that's their foundation. You can tell their style by their shoes. So, yeah. And they also have to have some kind of interest in the same music that I'm into like if I if I say like my favorite band like my favorite band's Incubus if they don't know who Incubus is like I'm sorry bye because I'm not gonna like go through this with somebody who doesn't know who Incubus is like it's little things like that that we don't realize can really like make us feel a disconnect from somebody like You don't know who who so-and-so is? You don't know who this band is? Oh, wow, like, what are you, living under a rock? Like, that's how I feel sometimes when I meet people who aren't into the same things as me, and it's kind of selfish, and it's like, okay, not everyone's gonna be into all the same things that you are, but when you're in a bond and you're in a relationship, you want to have some of the same, like, interests. Like, that's just the way it is. Um... For me, if I meet a guy and I tell them that I'm a yoga teacher and they want to come and take my yoga class, that's like extra brownie points. Like, okay, cool. You're cool in my book. If, if they actually pull through and they actually come take yoga and, and they like it, then that's even more points for you. That's actually how me and my ex met. Um, we worked at the same restaurant. He worked in, he was a cook and I was just a waitress and bartender. But he, um, he told me he wanted to come try t- to take yoga, and he did. But one thing that was a huge red flag with, with him was that he was a smoker. I, I don't deal with smokers. Um, as bitchy as that sounds, I just don't tolerate it anymore. I don't want to be around it. I don't want to smell that in my, my body My stepdad is a cancer survivor. I had to see my mom go through hell, basically like nursing him back to health through all of his chemo treatments and years and of rest and surgeries. And I just literally don't, I just don't think it's cool. I don't think it's, I don't think it's like, I think it's disrespectful. I think it's kind of like, when I see somebody smoking cigarettes, I'm not trying to offend anybody if, if you're a cigarette smoker. Like, I understand. I've been there. I actually smoked cigarettes in college. I smoked every single day. And then when I when I tripped on mushrooms at my first Bonnaroo, I, like, just quit smoking cigarettes on, on the drive back. And I think I dabbled in cigarettes a little bit after that, but, like, believe me, I know how it is. But this is my take on it. When I see somebody smoking a cigarette... That to me is letting me know that they are totally unaware of what they're doing to their body and they don't give a fuck either. So, one, they have no fucking, you know, care, they don't, they don't care in the world that they're actually poisoning their body with smoke and toxins and rat poison. So if they don't care that they're poisoning their body with cigarettes, how are they gonna care about you in the relationship? Like, what if you're going through something? Like what if you're what, what if you're a self-harmer? What if you like what if you're a cutter or you have an eating disorder or you like have a drug problem? Are they really gonna try to like help you? Or are they gonna look at that as like, oh whatever, I smoke cigarettes, so like you want somebody that like takes their health seriously. And I don't know if it's just me or I know that people are starting to wake up to this, but, like, if they don't take their health and their wellness seriously, that's a huge fucking red flag. I'm sorry. Like, this is 2019. You need to care about how you feel inside and outside. And if you're smoking a cigarette, that's a huge flag telling me that you don't give a fuck if you died tomorrow. You you just... you, you The smell, everything. Just if you're a cigarette smoker, I'm sorry if I'm offending you, but I really think that you should quit. I mean, there are so many other things that you can swap out with cigarettes. There's CBD vape pens. There are THC and CBD vape pens. There's tinctures. There are those e-cigs that are probably better. Um, there's so many different ways to quit smoking cigarettes. Like, I don't know, man. I just, I think that it's really, really bad. Like, there's so many other ways to die. Like, why would you want to die by poisoning your own body? (sighs) Anyways, okay. The next question says, I know that you have talked a lot about quitting caffeine and sugar. What are your favorite Four Sigmatic drink mixes? Um, so... Yeah, I love Four Sigmatic. I think that when I first actually really made the decision that I wanted to stop drinking coffee, that was my that was my in. So I would order the Lion's Mane coffee mix. They're in packets, and then I would also order like the Cordyceps coffee mix, and and they're really nice because basically it's a little bit of arabic coffee mixed with the mushroom powders. So you don't taste the mushroom powders at all. It does taste like coffee, but it has only like 40% of what like a normal cup of coffee would have caffeine wise. There's no jitters. There's no stomach acid reflux. There is no bloating. It's not going to hurt your adrenals. Like if you're trying to wean off of coffee, then Four Sigmatic would be your best bet because it also has the mushroom adaptogens that are going to help your body actually heal from the inside out. So when you when you take yourself off coffee, you might suffer with migraines, with mood irritability, um, with all those fun things because caffeine is a drug. So if you're kind of scared to take yourself off of caffeine cold turkey like I did, um, and let me tell you, it's fucking intense... Um I would definitely try with those. The Lion's Mane coffee mix, the cordyceps coffee mix, um, they're really good and you can travel with them as well. You just mix it with a little bit of hot water, put your creamer in there, your almond milk, coconut milk, whatever. Really good. My other favorites would be the Reishi cacao elixir, which is Reishi mushroom powder and cacao, and it's like a hot chocolate. Um, you can also make them iced. You can also mix them with your coffee mix, the mushroom coffee mix, and you can make like a mocha. Um, You can blend them in smoothies. You can make, you know, smoothie bowls. You can make everything. It's really, really good. Um, I also like the matcha, and recently I haven't been drinking any coffee at all. I've just been drinking matcha. So I like to get their matcha drink mix. It comes in like a big green tin. Um, And I think that this is like my favorite matcha out there, to be honest. And I've tried a lot of different matchas. I've also had like different brands send me matchas um, through Instagram just to try. And I really like this one the best because it has the mushrooms in it as well. So it's not just matcha. And since I have my thyroid disorder um, matcha is actually the healthiest form of natural caffeine that somebody with hypothyroidism or Hashimoto's can drink. There's no jitters. It's more of a clear, mental-focused, um, upper, and there's no crash. So that's, that's the thing. And I've been noticing a huge difference. Like, when I wake up in the morning, I have my routine, I make my matcha, and And instantly, I feel like I just zoom in to whatever it is that I'm focusing on. Like, whether it's writing, whether it's, um, you know, creating some content, whether it's putting together an episode or editing an episode. Like, I just zoom into that shit, and I just feel super focused. I also like to drink matcha before I teach yoga. So, it's just got that really nice full-bodied energy, clarity, mood upper stabilizer, and all that. They also have these little packets, um, to-go packets, that there's a golden milk latte one, which is already good to go, like a latte in a packet. So it's got the turmeric, coconut milk, stevia, and I think like coconut sugar. Um, Those are so good, and turmeric is so good for your skin, your gut, everything. That um, is more of a nighttime drink for me, and it's sweet too. I also like the matcha latte packets. So it's like a matcha latte already good to go in the packet as well. It's got the matcha powder, coconut milk um, powder, and stevia and coconut sugar. So same thing. You just mix it with hot water or your milk or whatever. Really good. They also have the chai packets and this has turkey tail mushroom I believe. Um, and they're, they usually are always sold out of these on the site. So if you're trying to get some, I would snatch them now if if they're available. These are so good. Chai is like, oh my God, if I'm going to drink caffeine, chai tea bags are like the only, you know, caffeine that I'll allow myself to have. Um, but these are, this is a chai extract, not a lot of sugar, um, mixed with the turkey tail mushroom. You can make it iced, you can make it hot, you can blend it up really really good. And then the last thing that's my favorite um, is the Chaga green packets. There's no coffee in it it's just Chaga mushroom powder. This is really good for a turbo boost of energy and I'm talking physical, mental, emotional. it's a mood lifter. I go and I bang out to yoga classes and I teach like amazing classes and I'm just like tunnel vision in the mode like feeling really good feeling good in my body, Um, it's just really nice. So usually what I do on Sunday mornings is I will make my, if I'm not drinking matcha that morning, I will drink, I'll mix the chaga with hot water, with hot coconut milk, some stevia, maybe some cinnamon, maybe some vanilla if I have it, and I'll just mix it all up. If I want to make it frothy, I'll put it in the blender for like a few seconds, pour that shit into the cup, sip, 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 and I'm feeling so fucking good. Like, holy shit, if you haven't tried chaga, please try it. It's so, so good, and, like, you're gonna realize that you don't even need coffee. Like, this is honestly my favorite product um, as far as, like, needing an energy boost. Chaga, that's the way to go. If you want to go buy some products from Four Sigmatic you can check them out on Instagram at Four Sigmatic. And you can also check them out um, on their website. And if you have never bought anything with them before, you're going to be amazed by their Instagram because they have so many different, like, um, dessert, like, recipes and just, like, crazy recipes that you would never even think of using, like, mushroom powders in you can make iced hot chocolates like I'm on there right now you can make cupcakes and like chocolates and it's just crazy and you can like add peppermint and stuff so if you you know want to go buy some products you can use my discount code gypsy love g-y-p-s-y l-o-v-e and I'll put that in the show notes you just use my code gypsy love and I think it gives you 15% off. Enjoy. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to that episode of The Vibe Within. I like to sprinkle in some shorter episodes here and there because I know how you guys might have a lot going on in your life. And I know that it's nice to hear questions be answered because I like to really get into the community and I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear what's going on in your life. I want to hear the traumas and kind of like the good and the bad. So feel free to always DM me on Instagram, gypsyloveflow, all one word. You can always email me at gabcoen at gmail.com. That's Gab with two Bs. I'll put that in the show notes. So feel free to reach out, send me topics, send me questions, send me concerns. And if there's anybody in particular who you'd like to hear me interview, um, send them my way and I'll try to reach out to them. So that's, that's pretty much it. I hope you liked the episode. Um, please keep the ratings and the reviews coming. I read every single one of them and it makes me so happy that the episodes so far have resonated with you guys. Um, it really means the world to me. And since my podcast is definitely a newer podcast, the more ratings, the more reviews, that means that my podcast will get bumped up um, to the top. When somebody is searching self-help or yoga or spirituality or addiction or whatever, um, they'll see my podcast first. So let's um, keep those coming in and always screenshot and tag me on Instagram if you're listening, and I I always share that in my stories too, and I, I shout shout you out. So thank you so much for just holding space and being here with me and letting me talk to you guys and you hearing me and. We're all just in this together, no matter what you're going through in your life, um, we're all kind of going through something similar and we don't realize it until we start connecting and having conversations with people and becoming vulnerable and not feeling like we need to hide because the more connection and the more vibes that we get from people around us, the better we feel. So until next time, thank you so much for tuning in to the Vibe Within podcast. Talk to you soon. Bye.